Hi, this is Lisa Davis, and welcome to another episode of Talk Healthy Today. The show provides you with the latest research tools and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy starting today. People tell me listening to the show is like overhearing two friends talking about really incredible health topics that you want to know about. I like to really get to know my guests and I'd like you to get to know them as well. So we delve really deeply into topics and I like to share some personal anecdotes as well. To make sure you never miss an episode of Talk Healthy Today, be sure to subscribe. Also rate and review. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis, and I'm thrilled that you are listening to Talk Healthy today. I'm doing things a little bit differently uh, now that we are in quarantine and we are staying at home. I wanted to take some shorter interviews. They're about eight to 10 minutes each. I put about two or three together, and they're going to talk about the topic, and then they're going to give you ways to actually do whatever the topic was about. So in this episode, I interviewed the fantastic Dina Cheney. She is the go-to gal when it comes to nut milk. So in the first interview, again, about eight to 10 minutes long, she's going to talk about all the different types of nut milks. And then in the second interview, she's going to talk about how to make these nut milks. Because honestly, how often have you said, geez, if I only had more time, if I only had more time, if I only had more time, I would be making the nut milks, I would be eating clean, I would be exercising, etc. We do have responsibilities, obviously, I'm trying to homeschool my daughter, it's not very easy. I'm terrible at math. It's really been a pain in the rump. I'd love to, love to hear how things are going for you at Lisa Davis MPH on Twitter. That's the best way to find me. I'm also at Lisa Davis on, excuse me, at Lisa Davis MPH on Instagram. But in between uh, ripping my hair out and hitting my head against the wall, uh, no, I'm deep breathing, staying calm, doing what I need to do. I am making these milks and it is flipping awesome. Uh, so listen to these interviews, get Dina Cheney's books. And also uh, another book you might want to get, you may have heard of it, it's called Clean Eating Dirty Sex. Uh, it's not about dirty sex. It's a memoir, cookbook, healthy lifestyle guide, another great place to start to improve your overall health. You can find it at lisadavismph.com. Also rate, review, subscribe. Let me know what you think about this uh, Talk Healthy Today format during the quarantine. Thanks for listening. We're going to jump right in and we are going to get nutty with the milk. I love drinking non-dairy milks. My husband loves almond milk. I love coconut milk beverages. There's soy milk, there's nut milk, there's seed milk, there's grain milk. And here to talk about it is the wonderful Dina Cheney. She's the author of The New Milks, 100 Plus Dairy-Free Recipes for Making and Cooking with Soy, Nut, Seed, Grain, and Coconut Milks. Hello there, Dina. Welcome to the show. Hi to you. Thanks for having me. It's so nice to have you on. The other day, my daughter and I were at the store and she bought a coconut and she, you know, we were talking about what we could, you know, obviously you're going to drink the coconut water and then eat the coconut. But I was looking at this coconut thinking, okay, how am I going to turn this into coconut milk? And I thought, oh, good. I'm talking to Dina. <laughs> She's going to tell Actually, me how. It's funny, but... <laughs> it's funny you should mention because that's the biggest project. It's so rewarding to make your own. Do you want me to tell, to tell listeners how to yes, do it? Yes, I would okay, love this that. Is gonna, it's kind of funny, but you need to get a Phillips screwdriver and a hammer um, if you have that, you can do it. I mean, basically what you do is you take a Phillips, a Phillips screwdriver and you poke two. Every coconut has three eyes. It, it looks like it has a face. You want to get a hairy brown coconut that when you shake it, you can hear the coconut water inside sloshing around, right? So you get that. Yeah. You look at the little face on the coconut with the three circles, okay? You want to poke out two of the eyes with a Phillips screwdriver and a hammer, and once you do that, you can invert it over a bowl with a strainer, and you, that's all the coconut water will come out, which is also trendy now and all the electrolytes. So that's that delicious coconut water. Then you want to cover the coconut 
with a, a kitchen towel, and right where the eyes are, you take a you take um, a hammer basically, and you whack it, and you kind of bash it until it cracks open, and then you cut out the white flesh. You combine the white flesh with the coconut water and some extra hot water in a blender. You puree it, you strain it, and you have homemade coconut milk. It's that easy. It takes like it's. I would say it takes thirty-five minutes to make roughly five cups of coconut milk. Yeah, I mean, you have to. It's a good arm workout. Like, there's definitely like you know some manual labor <laughs> oh, that goes into it, but it's rewarding. And there's no prep time in advance, so it's faster than a lot of the other ones. Oh, that's nice. You know, because looking in yeah. your book, you have what's in packaged milk. They have oils and thickeners, stabilizers mm-hmm. and emulsifiers, sweeteners. And that's why I wonder, I mean, I'm a huge fan of, of by there's this, I love so delicious coconut milk beverage. I have no association yeah. with them, but I just think it's really good. But you know, I'm not, yeah. con- I'm not concerned about a little guar gum, but for people who really want it as clean, clean, clean as possible, exactly. I think it is better to make your own. So let's jump in. Let's talk about, uh, cause like, look how popular almond milk is now. How do you exactly. do that? Oh my gosh, that is such, it's so easy. Anyone who says it's hard to do and I can't do it, it's too difficult, I'm always like, no, it's the easiest thing in the world. Okay, you have to soak, you buy raw unsalted almonds, soak them overnight. I just do it on my counter in room temperature, water in a bowl. takes 10 seconds to do that, right? Then the next morning I get up, I rinse and drain them in a colander in the sink, throw the almonds in a blender with some water, blend, strain, I'm done. Active time is only five minutes. So it takes five minutes to have homemade nut milk. It's pretty amazing. Oh, my gosh. That Very is amazing. Easy. Now, when you say drain, is it one of those, yes. like, cheesecloth things? Or Because yeah, I don't know anything about Lisa. making okay, this so kind of stuff. Okay, so strain, oh, <laughs> you do not need to strain. You actually do not need to strain oh. plant-based milk. However, if you, straining gives you, like, a smooth texture. If you don't strain the milk, you're going to get, like, it's going to be a little bit grittier, right? So if you want a smooth, um, a smooth texture, I would recommend straining. And all you need to do is you can use several layers of cheesecloth. You can use unused pantyhose, believe it or not. Or oh. what I love is you should get, um, I highly recommend, a nut milk bag. They cost about $10. And what they look like, it's sort of a cross between a pastry bag and, and cheesecloth. And you pour the, you, you put the bag in a bowl and you pour the uh, milk from the blender into the bag. And you basically squeeze it. You wring out the milk and it strains it. Then you take those solids. And I usually make flour out of them. Like, I never throw them out. Um, so you get yeah. all the fiber. It's pretty amazing. Oh, and almond flour is incredible. Exactly. All right, now, exactly. I've, been, I've seen more cashew milks lately at the health yeah. food store. Tell us about that. Same principle, right? You just do the same it's thing exactly with the cashews? It's exactly the same principle. I, I actually, in many ways, slightly prefer cashew milk. Um, cashews have more fat than almonds. So the resulting milk is a bit creamier. And it's it's really great for sweet or savory recipes. It's a little more neutral in flavor than almonds. You have, it has, I feel like cashew milk has slightly less of a flavor than almonds than almond milk, so it's more neutral, and you can use it in anything. But the extra fat content really does give you a richness. I mean, milk is so rich and creamy, so I love cashew milk. Yeah, that is really nice, and those healthy yeah. fats are so important. Exactly. Now, I've seen more exactly. grain, grain milks, too. What, yeah. what kind of grains do you like to use? My, my absolute favorite um, green milks are barley and millet milks. If you use um, the, for some, they're just very sweet. I mean, all the grain milks tend to be naturally sweet and delicious with a little bit of a nutty flavor. But millet and, bar- and barley milk, when I made them, it just, it just blew my mind. That said, I, love, I really love all of them. And obviously, you know, rice milk is terrific. What's fascinating about that is if you make your own rice milk, it's so much thicker and creamier than when you get in the store. Because, you know, the packaged rice milks tend to be very watery. If you make it yourself, it's, it's just, it's a revelation. The difference is incredible. 
Now I'm, I, it's funny because my growing up, my mother was really into healthy living and healthy eating and she used to always yeah. make millet. And I'm just like, I cannot picture that as milk. So take us, I know, <laughs> take I know, us it's through weird. the millet. <laughs> I know it's weird. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I, so, I associate millet with the seventies myself, like 1970s totally. and health stores, but it's, yeah, millet milk. It's incredible. It's very sweet. Um, it's a shame there aren't more grain milks at the store. I mean, now I feel like it's just quinoa, quinoa milk is there and you see rice milk, oat milk. But it sort of stops there. So um, that's that's one reason I, I'm encouraging people to make their own because you get to try so many more varieties than you would by just buying them. I didn't even know they had quinoa milk. Yeah, this is amazing. It's so good. so how do you do it? How do you do the the let's let's do the key let's actually let's do quinoa because more okay. people eat quinoa. How how do you do okay, that? Okay, sure. Okay, so basically even though quinoa I guess technically is a seed, but um you treat it like you treat it um as you would um any any grain, you treat it like a grain for the purposes of making the milk. You basically soak the quinoa and then you rinse and drain it. So same as the nut milk, right? Then you cook the quinoa, and then once it's cooked, then you then you uh, you blend it with water in in a blender, and then you have quinoa milk. And for most of the the grain milks, I tend not to strain them because the grains that's because they're cooked grains. They break down right with um they break down oh, with yes. the water in the blender, so they don't really need to be strained. So um, basically, in a nutshell, if you think, if, you know, so you, could, you put quinoa with the other grain milks. The grain milks, you soak overnight, right, and then you cook the grain, and then you take the cooked grain and blend it with water, and then you have your milk. The nut and seed milks, you, you usually soak first, and then you just blend them the next morning, and you strain them. So, um, and I should mention the legume milks, too, like soy milk, is the, it's the same process as grain milk. You soak, you cook, you blend, and then you strain Oh, okay. Now I have a Vitamix, which I absolutely love. Do people need a high powered blender to make these? So that's a really good question. They absolutely do not. The only difference is if you, if you have a regular blender instead of a high speed blender, it probably will take an extra minute of blending. Like it's just faster with the high speed, but um, you absolutely do not. Yeah. You do not need to have a fancy blender to do this at all. Oh, that is so exciting. When did you first come to this of making these great milks? Well, so I'm lactose intolerant, and I found out that according to, this is incredible, according to the National Institute of Health, 65% of people older than two or three years of age are lactose intolerant. So it's the vast majority of humans, and I think a lot of people don't realize that they're lactose intolerant. They might think it's, you know, they have celiac or gluten intolerance or just, you know, not even just think it's normal to have your stomach hurt all the time or, you know, be bloated, whatever. But it's very common. So anyway, I realized I was lactose intolerant two and a half or three years ago, and I read online, I saw in the blogosphere, you know, um, people making their own nut milks, and I, and I started doing it because, because I write recipes for a living. I like to play around in the kitchen, and then I thought, hmm, I wonder if I could, you know, I could experiment and, and make milks with other base ingredients, and so I soon realized it was like a new frontier, and you could make plant milk out of almost anything. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Well, Dina, you are very cool. I wish you lived next door so we can hang out and make milks together. The website is dinachaney.com. You can also go to thenewmilks.com. Wouldn't it be great if there was one health book out there that actually addressed your whole body, mind, spirit? Well, let me tell you, there is. It is called Clean Eating Dirty Sex. It is not about dirty sex. It is a play off the word clean. Sensual superfoods and aphrodisiac practices for ultimate sexual health and connection. This book is a healthy lifestyle guide. 
There are over 40 top experts from functional medicine physicians to registered dietitians to exercise physiologists to psychologists, sexologists, all engaged to help you live your happiest, healthiest life. There are over 50 fantastic, healthy, and delicious recipes. It is also a memoir where I, because I am the author of this book, Lisa Davis, share some very personal stories. Some are heartbreaking. Some are funny to help you get to where you need to be to understand that it does take time to change, but that I am here along with all the other health experts in the book to help you. Don't let the title fool you. This book will help your communication, your intimacy, how you relate to your partner, how you relate to yourself. But if you do what the book says, it will also help you in every aspect of your health. So please go now. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. It's sold in local bookstores across the country. Check it out. Clean eating, dirty sex. Now we're going to jump into some of your favorite and yummiest recipes. Let's start with a coconut milk because that is my favorite. Well, you know, I do a lot. I love using coconut milk in dessert, and most dairy-free ice creams are based on coconut cream and coconut oh, milk. So in this book, so I good. do, I have, um, I think I have two ice creams. Like one is a vegan vanilla ice cream, and one is like a chocolate espresso ice cream, and they both mm. rely on coconut milk because coconut milk and coconut cream have the fat you need to make really rich ice cream. Now, do you have to have an ice cream maker, I'm guessing, or it, yeah, I mean, how do you do that? You should. It definitely helps. And then I also love, um, I don't know about you, Lisa, I love chai. I love chai. And oh, so when I go too. to Indian restaurants now, I never order it because it's always based on cow's milk, which I avoid. And so I have a recipe in here for a chai that's really based on a mixture of coconut milk and almond milk. And so I get to have, mm. you know, I get to have my, my chai, um, you know, without the dairy and it really works well. But the but coconut milk, I, I just love it. I love it for, I love it in both savory and sweet recipes. But I have to say most of my dessert recipes in this book really uh, rely heavily on coconut milk. And what kind of sweetener do you use for the ice cream? So in this book, I, I mostly use agave nectar. And because a lot of people who avoid dairy are vegan, I really try to, you know, for this book, stay away from honey. So primarily, I used, uh, I used agave nectar for the ice creams. And for every recipe in this book that we're cook, that calls for a sweetener, sometimes I also use coconut sugar. You know, where normally people would use brown sugar because it's unrefined. It's just a wonderful ingredient as well. Oh, I do love coconut sugar. Yeah. And it, it does make things taste really, really good. Now, it. you know what I love about coconut milk, too, is because yeah. I don't like things too sweet. I, I know. I think you could probably add less, right? I mean, you can kind of gauge it by how your sweet tooth is when you're using the coconut milk. It has its that's, own natural that's sweetness. Right. That's right. It, exactly. Because I have, to be, I have to be honest, you know, I mean, I love hemp milk, but like I feel that hemp milk, you really kind of need to doctor it a little bit. It doesn't taste wonderful mm -hmm. plain. But you're right, Lisa, coconut milk, it, the, the natural flavor is so wonderful. It really doesn't need sweetener or just a tiny bit. And I want to just point out there's a milk. You can make tiger nut milk out of tiger nuts, which um, you can find at a lot of natural food stores, and they're like little tubers. And they make a milk that's so naturally sweet, I never add sweetener to it. It's incredible. Oh, it's so funny because recently I found those at this cute little health food store a few towns yeah. away from where I am and it's yeah. privately owned and it's just like a mom and pop kind of thing. And I found these tiger nuts and I thought, well, no, I'm kind of sensitive to nuts. But then I read that they were tubers exactly. and uh, yeah, my husband just loves them. He ended up eating them all. <laughs> I mean, I eat them as a snack. But I'll make I mean, milk I snack on them. them. I snack on them too. They're yeah. wonderful to eat. Yeah. 
Oh, that is nice. Now, grain milks, we talked a little bit about. What do you like to do with grain milks for recipes? You know, grain milks, I mean, I love using grain milks in porridge, you know, in breakfast and pancakes, that kind of thing. Grain milks taste really sweet and nutty naturally. So, again, best in breakfast dishes and baked goods. Um, they're great with chocolate, you know, or cinnamon. I, de- I don't use grain milks as much in savory dishes. So I would say, yeah, breakfast and dessert are great uses for them. Ooh. Oh, and smoothies. So I have a recipe in my book for a quick horchata. And horchata is a Mexican drink that usually you use. I love horchata. um, Yeah, it's so good. Cinnamon and vanilla and raw rice to make it. And so in the book, I use rice milk and and banana. I add banana to it. And by using rice milk, it's a much faster way of making horchata. So I do also love it in smoothies. You know, it's funny because I actually use a coconut milk. I have to make my own, but in the meantime, I use a coconut milk beverage that I get, unsweetened vanilla, and then I'll add a little bit of xyla and some cinnamon. And it totally Uh reminds me of horchata. Oh, yeah. It's really good. It's yeah. wonderful. So I need to make that. I need to make that coconut milk myself. All right, let's go on to soy because soy. Okay. It's funny. I talked about this on another show. Uh-huh. Uh, soy, you're either in the soy camp or not. You know, exactly. I I tend to like it once in a while. Like today, I treated myself. Um, I quit eating sugar recently, uh-huh. uh, except for fruit sugar. And but today, I, I just had this day where I was running around all morning, and I was like famished. I'm like, you know what? A little sugar's not going to kill me. And there's yeah. this, I forgot the brand, but it's organic. And they say as long as it's organic and it was chocolate and it was small uh-huh. and it was really, really good. I love soy milk. And I mean, I think it's good. To, I think it's good. But, you know, with everything, moderation is great. Right. So I personally yes. think it's a good idea to, 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 you know, go between alternate between all of the milks, you know, have soy milk, have, have rice milk, have coconut milk. But soy milk, I, I love soy milk as well, because, you know, I think we might have talked about this last time, but it really is nutritionally so similar to cow's milk because you have the same, it has the same amount of protein as, as cow's milk does. So it really does give you that nourishment and that constant energy you need. And I use soy milk really in anything you, I would use, you know, one would use cow's milk for. Soy milk is naturally not sweet at all. It has a very subtle, subtle beanie taste. Um, but I use soy milk when I want a kind of rich cream texture without the sweetness and distinctive flavor of coconut milk. Yeah, I think soy can be good. I think it's important to make sure it's non-GMO because so exactly. much of the soy in this country is, right? So what would people look for just for organic soy? Organic soybeans, safe? exactly. That's what I organic do. Soybeans. And I make it myself a lot. It's funny. I have a machine called the Soya Joy. It's, it's Soya Joy. Oh, I forget what the number is. And it was 100 bucks, And it's incredible because you soak the soybeans overnight. And then the next day, the machine cooks the beans and grinds them and makes the milk and it's pretty cool, and wow. what's really neat, yeah, what's really neat about soy milk when you make it yourself is that these solids that are left are called okara, and it's like this thick white paste that you can use in veggie burgers or patties, or you can put them, you can add it to baked goods. It's kind of amazing. I, I want everyone to experience it. It's Yeah, it's this off-white paste that's a great ingredient, so it's, it's another advantage of making it yourself. Oh, that is so cool. All right. Well, almond milk, which is huge right now. Yeah. Uh, what do you like to do with the almond milk? Everything. And the cashew no, milks, I, too. I drink, Those I are like really al- nice. I know. I love the flavor of almond milk. I mean, I love it. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I usually add it to my coffee or I put it, I make oatmeal a lot for breakfast and I'll add it to that. Um, I mean, I love almond milk because it's got, I mean, it just, it tastes, it naturally just tastes really, really good. Um, and plus, it's so healthy. It's so low in sugar. And I want to point out to listeners that make sure that if you're going to be buying any of these milks, if you're watching your sugar, to always buy the unsweetened, 
look for the word unsweetened and yeah on the package and not original because original usually has sugar but almond milk it's it's so healthy because it has like 30 calories a cup you know versus cow's milk which usually has around 85 or 90 so it's you know whenever mm-hmm. i want something light i'll go for almond milk light and slightly nutty yeah you know what i do with almond milk for my daughter is because mm-hmm. i'm a big fan fan of xylitol so i'll um mm-hmm. you know i'll put a little bit of xylitol in it and then it's yeah. fine so yeah, i don't have absolutely. to because they seem to put a lot of sugar i notice I know, I know. It's a shame because that's the thing. I mean, you know, these these when I make them at home, I never add sweetener. To be honest, I always just use water in the solid ingredient. But so many of the packaged versions have a ton of sugar. But that's how packaged food is in general, right? I mean, there's so much sugar yeah. added to products. You have to be careful. Now we have about a minute left. Talk okay. to us about cashew because I know that has a nice creamy consistency. Yeah, I love cashew milk. What's interesting about cashews is they have a very slightly smoky undertone, like smoky and nutty. So actually, I like mm-hmm. to use cashews for dairy-free cream sauce, like a bechamel. So like when I make macaroni and cheese, for instance, I will take that you know um, Earth Balance or vegan, um, you know vegan butter or even oil. And you let it melt, and then you whisk in a little bit of, I like white whole wheat flour a little bit, and then I'll add in some cashew milk, unsweetened, right? And then bring it to a boil and reduce to a simmer, and you stir it. Maybe add a little nutmeg, a little salt and pepper, maybe some chili flakes, and you have a nice, the basis of um, a dairy-free mac and cheese. You add vegan cheese, and you have your rich cheese sauce. 